Welcome back to the final hour of uh, Tip Today. A lovely text in here. It says, good morning, friend. Really wish my aunt Eileen from the Heath in Rossgray a very happy birthday. Wait for this. She will be 107 years old on Friday. Uh, she's still hale and hearty and uh, perfect in mind as well. Thank God. We all love her. And that comes in from Eileen and all the Shanahan family in Ross Grey. Well, Aunt Eileen, I hope they spoil you rotten uh, this Friday. And well done to you. And I'm delighted to know you're in such good health as well. The whole business of the culling of uh, a deer, uh, particularly my uh, chat there with uh, a Porrick, um, a lot a lot coming in on that. Donald Gleeson was on to say, uh, seriously, Fran, getting rid of sheep from the mountains now? What next? Catherine was on to say, Fran, this is going too far. Wolves? Really? What an insane idea. Uh, you might think it's insane, but I mean, it's, it's an interesting concept to discuss, is it not? That notion of the reintroduction of uh, predators. I find it fascinating anyway. Whether we do it or not, of course, is another thing. Barry was on to say, get rid of the compulsory training courses you have to do to shoot deer. Uh, you would have a better uptake. Uh, all living beings have a head and a heart. No training required uh, where to aim. Hmm. Okay, sounds a little gruesome to me. Brian was on to say, Fran, uh, this problem began years ago. Deer shooting was almost a pursuit of the privileged few and the upper classes. You had to jump through hoops uh, to get a license for a suitable gun. And now deer hunting leases from Quilcha uh, are hugely expensive. Also, the training associated with the carcass handling and equipment uh, make it cost prohibitive. I myself uh, paid €14,000, my God, for a yearly deer letting and uh, had to sublease it to others to cover the cost, make it cheaper, and then more deer will be culled, says Brian. So much more in on that as well. And it's something, needless to say, we will go back to. But right now, it's time to talk about healthy stuff with Muriel Cuddy, who's CEO of Marito 8020, the clinic in Clonmel. Good morning to you, uh, Muriel, and good to see you. Today. Morning, Fran. How are things with you? Great. Can you... I go back to the deer piece there? Of course you, you were can. talking about. Yes. It's funny because we're out in the country. We're nearly like we have a deer farm are you for serious? the last three or four years. Like we could count between fifteen and twenty deer in the back lawn uh, any wow. night when you when you drive up, or even across. They run across. It's literally like the lads are like, if you could put lights on them, wouldn't it be whatever? But they are literally they come up with this forestry behind our house, so they come down. We'd never have seen this years ago, but like they ruined the lawn. Like, their their deer droppings are everywhere. They knock, like, even, like, the Christmas decorations and stuff. They knock, yeah. And, like, they set the dogs. The dogs go cracked. And, like, I remember years ago, lads were allowed shoot and they were allowed Mm. whatever, you know, Mm. and you didn't have the same issues or the same problems. And I come into town in the morning over the hill and I have to stop probably about four times to leave deer off the road. One of them actually hit the car this morning as I, like, I stop and turn off the lights and let him him run and, you know, jump in over the ditch or whatever it is. But they are... Everywhere, so um, yeah, it's it's funny the conversation. It's not very is, interesting, yeah. yeah, and but much more so in recent oh years. Oh my god, Muriel, multiplied yeah. like massively. You might see one or two, and it was like when the lads were young, it was fascinating to see a deer, but like it means nothing to them anymore to see deer because there's just there's so many there. They're out in the road, they're everywhere, and you're you're worried, you know, about them crossing the road yeah, and plowing into them and things like that. Of yeah, of course, so, yeah. yeah, we've been yeah, hearing about. Uh, in fact, this morning discussing it downstairs as well, I heard stories about deer again. Yeah, yeah. You know, people hitting. Them yeah. and one thing and another. Yeah. Anyway, to talk to us about human health yes. for, for the moment. Um, we're approaching Christmas and you, even you, allow us to overindulge a little bit. But are you saying to me that some people still want to be careful? Is that it? Uh, yes. Who in the name of God wants to be careful around Christmas? Friends' face. Yeah. Okay. Disappointment. So I suppose the amount of people that have come through last year, and yeah. last year for us was a wonderful year. So it was first year 
client after client and you get it's nearly like you could do, you could do so much research on it you could do all of that piece or whatever but uh, a lot of people have come through again in the last couple of weeks kind of bothered I think really in relation to what's going to happen over the next because two weeks or a week can undo so much work that you've done and I suppose when people start feeling really well the the idea in their head of going back to where they were before they started is really upsetting them. Right. So I'm getting a lot of questions on like worried about like how do I get through Christmas okay what do I do I'm going home or mother's cooking or all of, all of this kind of thing you know and yeah That's a very I... good point I never thought of this that somebody who's worked very hard Yeah and you know they're on that journey of looking after themselves and then Christmas and, and you're getting it both ways like you're getting it say at home or if you go visiting so like there's food everywhere and you're like go on go on go on it's the Irish thing isn't it and you don't want to be like yes, rude and say no I don't yeah. and then at work like the tins of roses like I'm hearing that all the time they've been handed around the whole time like you do the Christmas lunches out how do I say no if you say no you're kind of perceived as being like a pain in the backside you know. or a, you yeah. know like you're no fun and why not and it's Christmas time and that kind of thing and people are worried about that that have done really well and like I give them little tips like say even in the office I'd, I'd say all the time like have your dark chocolate under the desk have mm. your own bits take the roses and don't let on you're not eating it like put your hand out and take whatever it is and stick it into your desk and eat your own bits or whatever you know there's tricks and there's tips there's ways around it there, yeah. there, there is and mindset bits and I understand exactly because when somebody has intolerance issues especially like the health related side is one side but intolerance issues like of three days of eating like if you're not supposed to have dairy or you're not supposed to you will be dying you will literally have chronic diarrhea or the constipation piece will come back or you'll have a massive headache or like you you won't flow through Christmas so like a lot of us we can eat we like and yes we feel unwell and we're going to burst and whatever but some people become very right. unwell. Do you, do you mean Muriel that if you've discovered that for instance with dairy that you're dairy intolerant yeah. and that you're coping with that and yeah. you're off the dairy and then you reintroduce it it's even worse is it? Totally worse. Oh wow. Totally and like it's in like say for milk so if you're not having milk or you're not having whatever in your world it's it's in everything then when you come to Christmas time. If you're not doing the prep yourself, you can imagine like it's in cream sauces, like it's in just your Chocolate, natural. Yeah. It's in everything. It's in the desserts. It's in the mashed potatoes. Uh, there's butter put on things. You know, there's cheese. It's in every single thing. And that's just talking about dairy. Like there's loads of people like that they're intolerant, like say to wheat or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just like white processed flour or whatever. So that's the same. It's in like stuffing. It's in like just it's in sauces. Again, it's in so many different things. So what so, can you do? So I have a list here that I'm going to run through. So mm. if you're if you're baking or cooking yourself, there's just a few different things that you can do just to, to change it up a little bit. And I think you don't really notice if you even do it. So if you've done it the traditional way, yes. maybe the tr- traditional way isn't always the best way. And maybe there are some new bits and pieces that you can add in that you find that that'll work going forward right so straight away anyway olive oil or avocado oil instead of like your unhealthy saturated fats so that's your first one and you know like butter goose lard all of those things maybe leave them to one side and go with your olive oil your avocado and then you're knocking the dairy straight away so that's like for your roast potatoes or your turkey or whatever you're using the other thing is you can always use your air fryer for things like your roast potatoes and you can cook them to a certain extent even with the extra virgin olive oil and they are beautiful and maybe even just give them the last piece with the turkey so that you're not actually roasting with the turkey that the, the, the actual saturated fat has gone through Fran is going to look at me like of ten heads all the way through this, right? So just yeah, I'm just used to destroying, destroying Christmas and destroying, destroying everything. All else. Yes, but if he just listened, he'd be super healthy. This is coming so from the guy like... who had uh, four sausage rolls at half past two this morning. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I was starving on the way home. What I just could say, if you listen to me, you'd be so. Where were your nuts and all your nice bits that you're supposed to have inside in the car? The, uh, the, uh, 
yeah. Yes. Enough yes. said. Moving swiftly on. Yeah. So yeah. the other thing then is like we cook the fascia meats like the ham and beef and I love like ham at Christmas time. Like you can't mm. beat it but too, I will yeah. definitely go more for turkey than ham and I always do because I know turkey is really good for me. Like I know like even the antidepressant side like it's in turkey you know like it, the, the, the turkey makes you feel better you know. Mm. It's a white meat so it's really good for you. Like, I love it. I would have turkey breakfast, breakfast lunch too. and dinner me too, and I just yeah. think for people that's one of the biggest things. Like say if you're even you know the pigs and blankets and things mm. like that mm. if you could even swap them for like chicken skewers and even like skewer your chickens like with, with, with onion peppers pineapple whatever like even the sweeter fruits I bring all of them in at Christmas time because we can get the healthier side but we don't have to go too far in the wrong direction okay. if that makes sense yeah. salmon is another one like I think that's kind of overlooked at Christmas time that's fantastic like essential fat omega-3s if we could even get like 30% of the anti-inflammatory side into our diet over Christmas well then at least the, the, the other side of the uh, inflammatory like your sugars and processed yes. isn't going to be as bad and like your salmon and your turkey and if you do use the extra virgin olive oil there's three straight away so then if you're doing stuffing if you can swap your white bread stuffing you know with your sausage or whatever for like a whole grain or multi-grain and put in things things like I love like dried fruit and nuts and things like that and there's a crunch in it or even do both that you can pick but you mm. don't have to have all like the sausage meat one or whatever straight away it's healthy and if anyone has the intolerance issues at least there's a choice for him. Yes. Uh, the whole wheat gravy is another one. A gravy is essential, like it has to be part of whatever. But you can make it healthier again by using either a broad base or you can limit the salt and stuff and use things like thyme or sage or rosemary or stuff. You don't have to put salt into everything. You know, like just think outside the box of mm. do, we, do I actually need to use it or, you know, can I use something else instead? Instead of white flour, use wheat flour. And, and the other thing is um, gravy is one of the things with salt for blood pressure and blood pressure goes up over Christmas anyway because of like a number of different reasons. Mm. So you have to look at things like that. Yes, I know I say sit back and relax and everything and we do have to do that but if you don't have to have it, you don't really need to. Like say even with gravy, you don't have to like douse the plate or whatever. Charlotte kill me if you use a word like that now. Mm. But you don't have to cover the plate in gravy, right? You can actually have it on the side or if it's in the centre of the table. Just use a little and use to taste. The biggest problem I think with us um, in Ireland is and it's all over the world, we, we've, we've got to use our palate so we don't taste things anymore. So we actually feel we need to use more and more things because the nerve endings in our tongue are, are literally not, they're so used to say the ultra processed, like right. the sugars and the colours and like you need more and more salt because of the processed foods and stuff. So you know like if you get something and there's a little salt on it and you have to put more salt on it, you shouldn't have to put any salt on anything. We should be able to taste it in its natural state. And we've lost the ability to savour Yeah, food literally, and literally. Wow. And it only takes us about three or four days of taking something like that out for the taste buds to actually come back and start um, you know, working out what something actually tastes like again without that salt or whatever. So for me, salt is just a no-no. It should just be gone and that's it, literally. It's 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 like, causes mm. so many issues. Mash is another one. So like, yes, everybody loves their mash Christmas time. But instead of having like, you know, your poor quality butter and what I talk about there is, so like, you know, your hydrogenated mm. fat, the one that's mm. in the, I talk about that all the time, go for like a smaller amount of proper uh, full fat, like Kerrygold butter, butter or whatever. Yeah, The real thing. The real thing, yeah. And maybe use a little bit of skim milk or something like that instead of using cream. Or you mm. can use your full fat milk instead of using cream. But you can taste it. You can make it to taste nearly the same. Who's going to know the difference? Mm. You know, but still have have, have nice ingredients. Um, potatoes, or sorry, veg is the next thing for me. So everybody's gone convenience, or a lot of people have gone convenience. So you go into M&S or go into any of the supermarkets, you can buy your... Um, red wine cabbage and buy your cauliflower with your cream cheese and buy it and like you're you're pulling all these different ones and putting them into the basket or whatever if you just do something as simple as steam or roast your veg yourself mm. like they are 
200 times more nutritious. You know, like you're actually getting the goodness out of the veg. And like if you make your veg the centrepiece of the table, so you actually do it properly, steam some, roast some, use extra virgin olive oil, maybe use some honey and nuts like, you know, to glaze on top of that and make them taste gorgeous. You'll automatically go for the veg and go for your meat instead of going for like all the other trimmings that are there. And another thing about this is, I suppose, and this is a big one, dinner time at Christmas Day is still dinner time. It doesn't have to be like a banquet that you're dying after, you know. So, and I think it's one of the things, really. If oh it, yes, it does. Does well, I know. But do you know if you have intolerance issues, Fran? Yes, I know. You feel like I you're know. really sick after yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, like, if you can actually just say to yourself, right, I'm going to eat and take a break, mm. like, and just take a break. The food isn't going anywhere. And then eat Yeah, you don't break. have to have all the courses together. No, you don't. And, and like, even you don't have to fill your plate up. Like, it's not as if yeah. you, you need like five roast potatoes and all the different bits on your plate at the one time. Like, you can go back again, but if you do take the break, you actually realise you're full, you mm. know, and like you can have it again later on and whatever. But I just think even if you give your gut a chance and give your liver a chance, that it's not just all load in one way at the one time without right. uh, feeling like you're going to blow up. The same with sauces, like wholemeal so- whole, swap your white bread and your cream for like the other side of whatever. Cranberry um, sauce is another one. Like, you can make your homemade cranberry sauce instead of buying the tinned one. And sweeteners like honey or maple syrup are much better. And that's your blood sh- sugar control side. And We have a lot of people that are pre-diabetic, you know, and a lot of people that even that have diabetes and that, you know. So this for me, yes, you want to eat all around you and do that piece. But this for me is the tipping over the edge side of like maybe you will be sitting outside A&E because you can't control something or you feel unwell or you've collapsed and all that kind of thing and your sugars are gone out of control and stuff. So we have to get a certain level of it right if Mm. we can. Your Brussels sprouts, you Mm. loved Brussels sprouts, I love them, but you're going to hate me because I love them boiled too. Oh, down to nothing. Yeah. I don't really care because I just hate them. But oh, yeah. are you serious? You know, there were this two two people. You either love them or you, you hate them. them. Yeah. There was a name. Remember, I had it last year. I'll have it again next week in the quiz. What was it? Yeah, you're some sort of a file. You know, like all oh, right, if you like. Yeah, if like you're dendrophile, if you're okay. like yeah, yeah. trees. No. So there's, yeah. there's, well, there's, I I love them, but as I say, I'm sure all the nutrition is gone. Completely, you, completely. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, then they put pancetta and you put all these different things with it, and then like they're just, mm. you know. I I've decided this morning on my tombstone, okay. I'm going to put. I should have listened to Muriel. <laughs> you know, if you live until you're ninety, you don't need to. Do you know? You know, like that lady that lived until 107 yeah. or is there still having her birthday today, 107. Hearty, isn't I'd love to hear Eileen. what her lifestyle is like. But if you live away, like some people can live away and whatever they're doing is absolutely grand, you know. So like, but you're yeah. so much of it is down to the genes, isn't yeah. it, really? Well, some of it is genetic, yeah. but we are actually finding lifestyle today is killing us. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, some of it is genetic, but I'm only going to give you on that one now, like maybe 20%. Like, oh, not right. even, yeah. We're not even okay, going to, yeah. Right. So it is how we're, how we're living. Well, yeah. some of it. So mm. you skim the fat off the gravy, mm. like healthy stuffing balls, things like that. Like your your alcohol side, um, that's one of the big things as well, isn't it? Um, Don't be looking at me now when you start this. <laughs> red wine is good, actually. So I'm okay with red wine. So, yes. like, drink your red wine, not a problem in the world. Watch the white wine and stuff like that. And you know, you can even go for lower calorie versions of wine that have less sugar. Yuck. The sulfates in white wine. <laughs> I tried them. It's so hard to be healthy in here. <laughs> when I'm talking to no, Fran, I tried them, I'm doing my best. Actually, they're but um, there's other things then, Fran, as well. Mm. Even like you know, like grazing boards. 
Like I love raisin boards. I'm I'm what, a what real tapas person that I like picking at food rather okay. than huge portions of food. And I love to put out like it, you know, like a board like that you've piled high, like say with like cheese, you know, your cheese board mm. or whatever. But you can put loads of things on it. Like you can put your berries, grapes, like your wholemeal crackers, like toast your nice wholemeal brown bread, um, your olives, dried fruit, figs, dates. Um, yeah, all of those kinds of things. Homemade hummus, cherry tomatoes. I love all of that kind of things. Your nuts, sprinkled seeds on top. Like you can just pick... But the healthy stuff is there with the other stuff. You're, you're still looking at me like that. <laughs> no, I, no I, I, I think everything you say is right. It's, it's just it's, it's applying totally. It. But like, you know, even in the morning for breakfast, like I love turkey for my breakfast and Chris, all right over Christmas. But if you like fruit salad, and a lot of people love to start Turkey for your fruit. breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turkey for my breakfast, yeah. I'd have turkey, eggs, yeah. Go on. Yeah, avocado, spinach. Yeah, huge big plate of it. I love it. I'm like, I'm full yeah. then until lunchtime. Well, I love turkey too. I, I can never understand people who say, oh, I'm sick of it after a day. Oh, I no. De- I'd eat it every I'd day. eat it all year round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. White meat for me is, yeah. A turkey for breakfast for me is. But fruit salad is one of the big ones that a lot of people like. And I've cut, like, so many people with high blood sugars or whatever and trying to get the whole piece right for the last year. I've said, like, no dried figs and no dates and no prunes and mm. things like this or whatever. Bring them all back in, like, at Christmas time. Bring in your dried fruit. Bring in your fresh fruit. Warm up the fruit, you know, in the morning. Yes. Put your Greek yogurt or something on it. Like, that's a beautiful breakfast in the morning. You know, put seeds, maybe some honey or whatever. You know, make the, the really nice compass. You know, the, the Things like that. They're really lovely at Christmas. I'm just think outside the box of what you can do, that you can mm. still be relatively healthy, if that makes sense. Mm. I wouldn't put sweets all over the whole place. I, I These know. are the boxes of sweets. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a time when I used to do that. But, you know, I probably ate more of myself than what any of the lads did. But you didn't you scare the wits out of all of us last week when you told us, like, each sweet contains how many calories? About 65 calories. Each sweet? Yeah, yeah. It's only five chocolates for a really nice slice of fruitcake. Oh. Yeah. Right, okay. It's cool. Like, what is it, seven or eight chocolates for like a mince pie? Okay. You know, you'd be much better off to have the mince pie or the sliced fruitcake, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you just? I love, yeah. I love fruitcake. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, all right then, but, so is that all you have to uh, uh, sort of well, depress see, us with? I actually today? have loads, but all I'm going to do is just deny you at this stage. So that's literally. But <laughs> no, you know, but sure, look, I know everything you're telling me is, is You do, the and like, you know do, the yeah. sugar side, and I'm one like, I will eat what I like over Christmas. Mm. I will do that for the for the three days over Christmas, but I'm just aware of people that feel really miserable and really unwell, um, and that for me is mm. the piece of it. Like that, you can swap out different things, you can make the wiser choices, and you know, sugar and processed foods or whatever. That's the dopamine piece of our world. So if we take away, if, they, they create unnatural dopamine highs, right? Mm. So if we take the unnatural dopamine highs and we have them right through those days, that's what actually makes us get the lows. Then that's what makes us feel like knackered out, so fatigued, so unmotivated. So that's why after the three days, if you're just doing that piece, you feel like you're not able for anything or why the new year when it comes in on the 2nd of January, you're absolutely knackered. If you can include some quality food that you're counting, like look at things and try and limit the chemicals. Mm. Don't worry even about the calories. Like there's nothing wrong even. I know I said the dairy if you're intolerant to dairy, but like even to put cream on something, you know what's in it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. Whereas if you're yeah. like getting something that's inside in a box and you're and it's a it's a dessert of sorts and there's loads of chemicals and stuff, that's going to kill you a lot quicker or kill the gut microbiome a lot quicker, you know. So that's that's that piece. That's very good. Well while I was eating my four sausage rolls at half past two this morning, I not did, thinking of you're in. I laughed out loud because it was on my own and I was thinking of what would she make of this now? <laughs> She'd have killed you. She'd have killed you. <laughs> I won't she might e- have eaten one. No, I, she wouldn't. I won't even tell you what I washed it down with, or you'd really kill me. Um, so tell 
tell yeah, how did you know that? How did you know that? Yeah, I know it's it's terrible, isn't it? You're killing yourself slowly. I, sure I know. I shouldn't be allowed out. I really yeah. shouldn't indeed. Tell me about the plans for, for, for the new year. Have you, have you plans for the new yeah, year? Yeah, we have. We're, we're around now. Around. We are in business now 14 months. So it has been a total roller coaster. There have been days when I felt like crying and going down <laughs> under the desk. And I really mean that. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Um, there have been days that you find it really, really hard. Like, there's 20 steps up to the first floor. Mm. That every single step you feel like your body is, like, weighed down in God knows what. You know, and will this ever go to where you want it to go to. Mm. And then there's been total highs, whether it be clients that you see like huge success with or whether it be on the other side of, this is really working. We are really doing something good and we know where we're going. There have been all of those days and I'm sure they'll be all there again in the next 12 months and the following 12 months. But we have huge plans for 2024. Um, We've kind of got, what would you say, we've got the plans in place and we've got the go-ahead kind of this week which Mm. is fantastic so next year we really plan on taking it to the next level 2025 will be a massive year again but Marito is yeah Marito's going places which is wonderful to hear I'm delighted for you just as a business let's leave the health side out of it but just as a business did you come across a lot of red tape and bureaucracy Um, and stuff Fran to be self-employed you need to be and anyone that's listening that's self-employed is going to say the same thing it's a different mindset and you need to be totally stonewall mad but you get a high from it um, that other people don't even understand. Mm. And the other thing about being self-employed is there's a lot of downs and a lot of worry. But the level of learning, like the amount of things, I'm 50, the amount of things I have learned in the last 12 months that I didn't know this time last year is just mind blown. The amount of things like I know in relation to finance, in relation to just so many different things about a business. And don't they say like that's it, that your dementia, your Alzheimer's, your mind, your all of that piece like, you've got to stay learning, you've got to keep your mind open. And you know, the buzz and the high, you think at 50, I met a man yesterday and he's just gone out on his own as well, right? And he sat across from me, we, we had a meeting last night, whatever, and, and I said to him, how are you getting on? He said, Muriel, the buzz. Mm. He said, this morning getting out of the car, going into work. He said, coming out this evening. Now, he said there was a roller coaster all day and even when he was sitting across from me, he's 55, you, it was palpable, the excitement. Now, his year will go like he'll lose money he'll make money so many different things will happen yeah. um, and he'll have to deal with all of that and do the same as me it's so hard to get out of bed and stuff but I suppose the highs over, overcome the lows and that's why you do it if that makes sense It's very interesting indeed if people want to talk to mm. you or the yes. team um, So for the new year guys January's nearly gone so if you are thinking of doing something you really need to um, give us a shout or whatever um, 052614881 or com. and now I'm going to kill Fran <laughs> Thanks, Muriel. Thanks very much indeed. You'll be back to us with a quiz, I think. Yes, next week's quiz. Yes, next week's quiz. We look forward to yeah. that. Yeah, we might have a little prize. Uh, oh, very good. We might have a little prize, Very yeah. good. Bottle yeah. of wine and a couple well, of sausage see. rolls. We'll see. you and Emma or you and Ali, so there'll have to be a winner at the end of it, won't there? There'll be no sausage rolls. Seriously. Oh, Lord. It's yeah. uh, 11.28. Back in just a tip. Very Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie